0: what up blurs and nerds it's the blurred perspective podcast I'm lady L I'm brother Rue. and I hope you're having a good December it's Christmas time hope you got your trees up um hope you started holiday shopping because I don't know how many days I live but it's not that many so it's 21 tw- 21 <laughs> why is it 21 of all days? Anyways, um, hmm, 21. That's interesting. Anyway,
1: why is that interesting?
0: Dion Sanders was 21. Um, yeah. So that okay. That's a good. That's a sign. I'm gonna segue into that. So
1: hell of a segue.
0: Hell of a segue. I mean, it's numerology. You have to go with the stars. Anyway. Deion Sanders. Uh, with sarcasm. Go ahead. It was it was real to me. Okay. I, I believe in it. it anyway. So Deion Sanders, as of right now today, December fourth. Happy birthday, Jay Z. I'm, I'm add all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's December fourth, and. Deion Sanders has accepted, right, the Colorado job. He's officially. It's official now, mm-hmm. whereas it wasn't before.
1: No, it was hearsay. It was
0: hearsay, mm-hmm. but it's official. He will be leaving Jackson State and going to be the head coach of Colorado. And as of right now, we don't know if his sons are following him. We don't. We have no idea. So let's just start there. But the room yesterday, about 22 hours ago, about this time, was not too happy with Dion's decision to leave Jackson State, um, citing Channing Crowder of the pivot, and basically saying, you know, Channing was right. Because he didn't stay. Now, the issue I have with that is I didn't know there was a time limit on the time that he needed to stay with Jackson State. Because he did technically the things that he wanted to do. He generated interest. He got top star recruits to choose HBCUs. He got sponsorships and all of these things. Now, behind the scenes, we have no idea the fights, the struggles, the tussles that Deion Sanders was going through with the ADs, with SWAC, as far as the things that he wanted to, like, accomplish. He might have been getting pushback. We all know there's a certain level of I don't know what the right word would be. There's a there's levels to this, right? So like HBCUs in the college football spectrum were never really designed to be as successful as in Alabama on purpose. And to Shannon Crowder's point, why when you go to a PWI over an HBCU because of the facilities, the funding, the this and the that. So I'm at the position where prime time gonna be prime time. And I never thought that he would stay forever. Do I think it was commendable for him to do it for a little while? Yes. He even risked his sons because he could have been real hypocritical, went to coach at this HBCU, and then his sons go to PWIs. But he put his whole schemes and marketing plans into Jackson State for a time. And I think that it just is what it is. Like, he was never going to stay forever. And I'm just not surprised or upset with him for choosing to move on to the next chapter for him. Brother Rue, what do you think?
1: I just think... I just, I don't know. So, I've been back and forth. Yesterday when I first heard it, I was like, you know what? He just proved, he just played into everything that people say about HBCUs. There's one thing to go to HBCU, and they gave you an opportunity to be a head coach on the college level. And you just do your job, and you go on about your business. Because I never expected him to stay at Jackson State. I never expected him to do anything other than possibly graduate his sons, and then try to follow them to the NFL. Because he did the same thing for them. With Little League, high school, and in college. So I never expected him to stay. My only thing was you started getting these young black kids to go to HBCUs, talking about how we need to build up HBCUs and for the culture and all that stuff, knowing that if an opportunity at a Power 5 or PWI came about, you would take it. So why are we telling top tier talent to go to HBCUs and give up NIL deals and all kind of other stuff to benefit HBCUs when you didn't stay at a HBCU because the first the first chance you got at a better opportunity, you took it. So you should have been telling these kids to take the best opportunity they had available. Like that Travis Hunter kid you uh you uh got to come to jackson state he could have went to alabama he could have went to florida he could have went to tennessee he could have went to any of those schools but he chose to listen to you and come to jackson state and what does he get out of it you leaving at best he can follow you to colorado but he could have been one year or two years into fucking alabama pot or ohio state or georgia potentially playing for a national championship but he followed you as a man, took you at your word, and came to Jackson State. Jackson State, and when you got your better opportunity, you left. But you talked to everybody else about building up HBCUs and doing it for the culture and sticking around. how is that fair? You should have best opportunity. If the HBCU ain't the best opportunity, then so be it. Those that is for is for. Those that it's not for, it's not for. And we could have we just left it at that. Did you did he bring more awareness and, and more hype and stuff to HBCUs? Yes. Is it on the HBCUs to keep that momentum going? Yes. I would hope that they would try to prove that they can still do something. They can make some noise. I would have preferred that all the stuff that he did, he did without the rah-rah. You, you, you could have used some of your... Your uh, leverage and stuff. You could have leveraged all your contacts and stuff. And probably still yielded the same uh, results. You didn't have to make it a spectacle. And I get it. My wife always tells me. But it's Dion. His nickname is primetime. So he's about the spectacle. And I get it. But you can't be talking out both ends of your mouth. And expect some people not to be hurt by it. Okay. Here's
0: my issue. With what you're saying. We witnessed this season, and God only knows what was happening behind the scenes. People literally, openly, like, coming for him. Now,
1: we're not going to act like he
0: wasn't doing the HBCUs a favor by his sheer presence. And they didn't want him there. So if you don't want me here, cool, I'll leave. Oh, I'm not sweating. I'm not swank enough for y'all. Y'all don't love us? Well, let it be long. No, we don't love y'all either. Who said that?
1: That's not what you're there for, though.
0: But the point you is, how much do I oh, deal sorry. with the disrespect?
1: You were there for the promise that you made to those young men you coached. How much? He's going to deal with disrespect I in Colorado. Deal
0: with the disrespect. He's
1: going to deal with disrespect in Colorado. We, he, only true. thing with Colorado is. We gonna see how he shine in the big leagues. Well,
0: but he not swag, so let's see, see if, if he can pull where ta- they, uh, big bigger talent. So where, where's where's Colorado? What division in college? I'm not sure, um, but I mean, people are saying he wasn't swag, so maybe he'll be whatever Colorado is. Who knows? I mean, again, I can't believe. I feel like. I'm seeming like I'm defending him, but.
1: Yeah, they big 12.
0: So, yes. So, we'll see. Oh, he's not big. He's not swag. Maybe he'll
1: be big 12. But see, no other. So, that is the only thing I'll say that they did wrong. Because you don't do it to any other coach that's passing through. Hmm. You don't tell any other coach they not swag. Hmm. Now, that was a bit of jealousy Hmm. because of the attention that he was getting. So on that uh, in that regard, that's on those coaches for not working with him. Because he sold out your games. He got your shit televised. He brought the T V stations to you and everything. So if they wouldn't have been so apprehensive and probably worked with him, they could have built on this shit. Yeah. And then kept it going. But how do I work with you if you don't want to work with me? And he took pay he took a I was looking and somebody was saying like he made three hundred thousand but his coaches probably made twenty five to fifty thousand. Wow he gonna get Word. like he gonna get like five million and his assistant coach is gonna get six figures. So in that regard he had to look out for you know his coaching staff and then his family like I get it. How long is he supposed to sacrifice everything he has to build on something when people are You don't want me there giving him resistance. You don't want me. So in that regard I get it. But don't bring the kids into it. Don't bring these young men into it. They're collateral start, damage. They, don't, yes, just, absolutely. That's, they are unfortunately collateral it. damage. Yep. That's the only thing I don't like about this. I expected him to leave. I just, like I said, if you say you you here and you're going to help build the swag and give me time and I put a team together that can compete with the Power Fives, why, where is this? What happened to that? What happened to building that team? and that? You don't need the Power Fives. You don't. So, to your point, behind scenes, if he couldn't get the money he thought from the alumni, and if the the, the uh, athletic directors and stuff wasn't buying in, and they wasn't trying to help support him on any of this, I'd have left too. Because then that, that 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 uphill battle, that uphill climb, it ain't benefit, it ain't no benefit to it. Right. It's like I'm never gonna get what I'm trying to get right. done out of this if all I'm getting is pushback and people unwilling to help. Yeah. So in that regard. I get him leaving. Mm -hmm. But all that rah-rah stuff used to and and you know to be honest with you, he was doing that last year Mm -hmm. when he first got that. He didn't really hear that much this year. Right. He he was popping circumstances at his games and stuff. And then he was very honest on his 60 minutes interview saying that he'd be a fool to turn down and not seriously consider. A Power 5 school or a PWI school look, looking into them. It's not like PWI schools and white people don't invest in the HBCUs anyway. They was established by white people. I mean, if just to, to keep
0: us from not going to the PWIs. So, yeah. to your point, just to picture this devil's advocate position for a second. Yeah, so, so, so. We are all here trying to find a purpose, right? So... He found this project and he's like, yes, I'm going to give it all I can. I'm going to do this thing. And from the outside looking in, maybe he thought, I'm Deion Sanders. The money, the influence that I bring, the popularity, this is going to be a piece of cake. But then when he got in it, in the weeds to see the red tape and the bullshit that goes on, then he realized, damn. I'm not going to have time to do what I'm trying to do. I need to avoid mission and just worry about me because these people don't give a damn about me trying to help them. They love this system. They love stealing money and backhanded deals with these PWIs just to stay irrelevant. They want that. Like I feel like there's a some type of hierarchy as to why... PWIs are better. Because you would think that... PWIs
1: have the same advantage that white people have had. They had... Well, not even that. We we
0: look at the high school system. It's not even Head Start. Think about it for a second. Just think about the high school level of sports. I'm not going to put no names on this because I don't want anybody to feel away, get in trouble, whatever. All I'm saying is... We know that we live in an area where there should be predominant sports because generally in the areas where we live, the sports are more predominant. As far as football, Eisenhower High School should be top tier, if not one of the best football high schools in this area because there is a level of, oh, I need to just go play for spring, or I just need to go play for this mostly white high school who's getting the funding, who's getting all of this, then that's where our sports suffer from high school level to college. That's the issue, and that's the problem. It's like Texas A&M, what's, what's the um black school to Texas A&M? I know you know this answer.
1: Prayer
0: Mm hmm. So, okay. If that's the case, why is Prayer View. It's like they pay them not to have the talent. You get what I'm saying? They pay. They they fund Prayer View to stay irrelevant football wise. Is that fair? Is that a fair assessment? No. How come?
1: Because. No. Because. So, you got to start at the beginning. Okay. When black athletes couldn't go to these white schools, Mm -hmm. these black schools probably beat the brakes off those white schools. Yes. Because we had all the talent. Exactly. And then when these white schools... Started letting these black kids come to these bigger schools. Mm-hmm. We started losing all our talent.
0: That's what I just said.
1: No, you didn't. Because it had nothing to do with pay. They never paid anybody. No, no, no. I'm they saying. They just started allowing the kids the, to come the to The illusion
0: school. was that, oh, this school has a better facility. This, like Katie, for instance. There's no illusion.
1: That's the truth.
0: But if all the people at Katy just go to Eisenhower, the black kids, then Eisenhower's good. It doesn't
1: matter about okay. the facility. So then you'd have to prove that the, that Katy's recruiting, mm. Because technically, when you're talking about a public school, the kids in that area go to that school. Now, we, there's we some districts that, there's that have open enrollment. I think at HISD is like that now, where any kid can go anywhere. Right. So if you're saying that anybody can go to a Katie school, anybody can go to an Aldine school now, then yeah, it's up to the parents in these areas to stop driving all the way to Katie to drop their kid off. No,
0: no, no. Or just don't go get a temporary apartment while they keep. Playing. Whatever
1: they're doing, they need to just shouldn't be doing it and let their <laughs> like kids stay like in, in the district But you say that, like that school you named, didn't have issues. So, I mean, would you want your kid to go play for a team that's well coached, that's got better facilities, that gives them a better chance to make it to a divisional school? Or do you want them to stay with these lackluster ass coaches who, if the kid wasn't playing AAU football, I mean, uh, Little League football, they don't know how to coach him up?
0: Hmm. Because
1: that's a whole other conversation that we've had. You watch some of these schools, and you can tell those kids that play Little League, they play. And they get to playing time and shit. Mm-hmm. The kids that can't play sports until they get to a certain age or their parents can't afford to let them play little leagues. or they don't play until they get to middle school with it's free and shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or just and they have to coach be coached stuff. at that yeah. point. Yeah. Those coaches don't spend the time coaching these kids no more. That point. The product on the field shows that. Well, and but I
0: feel like it's always been that way. It was just more, no. it was just more of y'all no. who
1: wanted to play. No. When I was in Who school, didn't need to be when I was in school, and I started playing middle school, we might have had three kids or four kids on that team that played little league. Everybody right. else was new to football, like m-
0: maybe started seventh
1: coach- grade. I'm talking in seventh grade. Yeah, all of uh, the schools, the, all the kids that I know, most of them out of, out of our whole team and some of the other teams, you had a handful of kids that played little league. And then everybody else was fresh new into it. Yeah. The only thing you did was play street ball with your friends out in the middle of the street. But actually putting on pads and shit, nobody did that. Nobody. You didn't have the majority of your team doing that. And to be honest with you, you don't have it now because it spreads so thin. That's why when you go look at some of these teams like in Eisenhower... You can tell Ryan Niblett has some kind of training. Yeah. You can tell the quarterback played Little League. You can also tell the kids that's on the team that didn't do that.
0: Right. Because
1: the center don't know how to fucking hike the ball. Yeah. And the coach that's coaching them on how to hike the ball, he don't know how to fucking hike the ball. <laughs> how do you know? Because he, he doesn't hold the ball right. He flicks it between his legs. Oh. You don't see? grab the top of the fucking football and then flick it between your legs. No, because then you fighting it. That's why yeah. they always overthrow, always overhiking the shit. You, it's still aiming when you when you hiking it between your legs. You're still holding it kind of how a quarterback holds it and you hiking it through your legs. You don't hold the very nose top of the football Jeez. and then flick it between your legs. So then when you look at the way the players play, you can see there's no coaching. That's why certain, certain you can tell the schools that Coaches are coaches. They don't yeah. huddle and all that shit. And they uploading all their videos. And they, they showing the practices. And they watching film and all that shit. And then the other coaches half-assing it. That school didn't put none of their practices up on, on the internet. That school didn't have none of their shit on YouTube. And then that school was also whining about the talent that they got. Yeah. How are you a coach? Coach complaining about Coach co- You complaining about we not getting a good crop of kids. That means you got to do your job, don't it? Right. So I don't I don't believe in that. I don't believe in this whole notion that all the talent is moving here and there and everywhere else. No. The parents get money and move out of that fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Because all the bullshit they went through when they was a kid, they want to move to a nice area. Yeah. I don't want to hear this shit about fixing up the hood and all that other bullshit. Because most of these niggas just going to run into the ground anyway. So you just proved here.
0: my point on why Dion was right for leaving. What do you mean? That's exactly why Dion shouldn't have been obligated. I mean, we gave it the college try, he, and it didn't work. His
1: son was a D1 athlete, whether he coached him or not. Yeah. He could have went anywhere. Sure, chose. Deion yes. cho- chose Jackson State, and then his kids followed him. Mm-hmm. Coach that team, win, and do everything you're doing, and then go on about your business. This whole, I'm not swack, If I ain't swag, who's swag? And I'm going to build up the swag and... I make the HBCUs just as competitive as the PWIs and the Power Fives, and I think the HBCUs can be just as good as the Power Fives. Then stick around, build the HBCUs. But again, up. I
0: say, what is this time limit you wanted on it? Until you get the job done. So you look up, and twenty years later, the pushback you is set, the pushback.
1: You set that goal. That's True. a goal that you made out of your mouth. Nobody expected you to come in there and try to change, be the face of the HBCU world. Nobody but expected again, you to go in there and try Dion to be the Sanders. mouthpiece for HBCUs. We expected you to go coach your team. Your team was going to be competitive. You probably would win a SWAT championship or two. And then you would move around when your kids moved around. Again, I never have a problem with coaches leaving and getting paid more money. Because Nick in them get
0: to do they, it. They
1: do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But don't sit up here and talk to these kids like you're going to be there forever and be lying to them. Lying to the people around you. Doing all this. I never like a coach that give all that lip service about not leaving. That you leaving. Soon as you get more money... As soon as the office better, or you can get a, a more prestigious job. you leaving. We all gonna do that That's shit. That's the name if of the really game. If a job calls you, if a job call a motherfucker tomorrow and he gonna get an extra dollar an hour, five dollars an hour, a dollar fifty, fifty five cent, they're gonna they're gonna contemplate leaving. Yeah, we all gonna do that. Yeah. But when you say I'm gonna build the swag and make it better than it's ever been, and he did. I'm gonna make it. A, I'm gonna be I able to compete did. with a power five. Didn't they get an ESPN TV contract? I, I think know. he did. I don't know if he got a contract passed this year, but th- I mean, he 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 gave it. He checked the box. So I'm just he damn sure gave it, it more awareness than he was supposed. To, it was it ever had. Yeah, he so didn't. I'm just it, to it, it's it out. not that he didn't do a lot for it, but it's like you just did. You did everything you complained about. Everybody else doing. You left just like everybody else. Leave. But again, it's one thing to be on the outside of the fence, but when you
0: get on the inside of the mansion and you see how much it costs to get your pool clean, how much it costs to get maids to come clean ten thousand square foot, then it come becomes different. It's cool when you outside the house you like yeah I can make this the work. Fuck up and just collect it's some okay stuff. to have dreams. That's the problem with society. So to try and to fail is better than not trying I at all.
1: I didn't say he failed. I said that if you say you're gonna be the future of HBCUs that was a short fucking future. You know what?
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe we're talking about future,
1: future.
0: Nah, I guess. <laughs> the future I guess, he, I, I guess he meant he
1: coming back <laughs> or something. I don't know.
0: I don't know. All I know is I can't be mad at the man for it. Wow,
1: congratulations. We
0: don't know. And the thing is we'll never know, right? Because he can't come out now and badmouth the system of swag. Because Why not? then justify the you, you do, leaving. But if you do that, then you just messed up all the progress you just got. Oh, him leaving didn't do that? No. Because next man up, he still got a phone, right? He can still give advice to somebody. He might inspire the next person to do it. Like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Name, you name your football player here. Relevant football player. It's okay that he tried and failed. Well, I'm sorry, he didn't even fail. It's okay that he tried for a time. And that's. I'm just trying to figure out why he had to be 90 when he left the swag. Like...
1: It's just like, not all fair. All I'm saying is, though, <laughs> you talking like you a, you finna be a lifer and I'm swag. And motherfucker probably, if he could have, he probably would have got SWAT tatted on this goddamn back <laughs> and big fucking letters, Stop. just to make the shit look good. That's not and true. you said on you like, and, and you said I'm athlete. And you argued with Channing about how people should pick HBCUs, and you started this whole discussion about how we started the to conversation, start pick choosing HBCUs, and when it came time, you didn't choose the HBCU. He started. You chose greener pastures. The greener pastures that you said existed in HBCUs.
0: Man, it's just hard on him. Because like you said, given the opportunity, we all know his ultimate goal is it's, Florida State. It's, it's the same He's argument. He's still
1: trying to get there. It's the same argument we have with anything else. When we always complain about the NFL... People say build your own NFL. Mm. When we always complain about the NBA or movies and shit like that, people always say build your own. Mm-hmm. Well, your opportunity to build your own was in the HBCUs. You could have started trying to get all of the talent. But that system was back.
0: built on a big-ass bias to start with. Like you said in the beginning, it was founded on like not the same standards as a PWI. Mm -hmm. So, you playing from behind, boo. So, again, if everything was equal and even, then yes, it's easy. Easy peasy. But I just feel like there's so many obstacles that he could have faced. I hate to reference All-American, but... (laughs) <laughs> the show, I mean, because I, mean, I don't know how accurate it is, but it should be pretty accurate because it's based on true events. But if you see how like even with the Crenshaw High School, the red tape that was, uh, you know, the problem of getting, like, things done there. It's like it was easy for Coach Baker to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to build this. But then you had players who was not buying in. Then you had administration not buying in. You had athletic directors not buying in. So how much can I influence this when I'm just, like, fourth or fifth on the totem pole, and I got to go through four other people to get things done?
1: I don't, again, I think that there's no issue with them leaving for greener pastures. Just don't get everybody wired up. Just be realistic. Don't get wired up, honey. And, yeah, be realistic. No, you
0: be realistic. How am I not being realistic? You, again, we know somebody who went to Jackson State who literally looked me in my face and said, he's not going to stay. I'm not happy he's there because he's not going to stay. And this was, he hadn't even started working yet. So, you think that wasn't happening a lot? Again, basically, it's like they didn't want him there. So, how long am I going to stay somewhere where I'm not wanted? How long you stand way you not want it?
1: I'm just saying. It's not fair. That that that, that coaches hating you mm-hmm. in a conference has nothing and to players. do with the school, the school. Yeah. Opposing. See, you think motherfuckers like Nick Saban in the goddamn SEC? The interesting thing about that is they they don't
0: have the power to do anything about him. They can't stop Nick Saban. So
1: why they can't? They can yeah, just but They don't. Uh, tell Georgia. That. <laughs> they don't. Tell the two teams that beat his ass this year. then. one year, Out One of year, it's been a few thousands. years. Uh, last I checked, Alabama didn't win the championship the last three years. I don't think
0: because they lost.
1: Exactly, that's my point. So no, that's you don't ever care about the other. If the other coaches hate you, it's because you're doing something right. They're jealous. Well, I mean, how, how much?
0: Nobody has time for that kind of miss.
1: I hope that he can show out as a black head coach and fucking yeah, take this them to a national good opportunity, championship for him. and get more black head coaches' jobs. I think this, I hope he can help his uh, assistants get more opportunities. Yes. And, and the coordinate them to be head coaches and, head coaches and, and all that.
0: NFL level. I just don't
1: think you needed the pump in circumstance.
0: It's Dion. Everything, it. I everything beyond I'm, does I'm
1: surprised the he didn't leave last after last year. If we're gonna be honest. Well, I, I think he would have stayed. Actually, I'm actually mad that uh, I just knew he was gonna get that Florida State gig. I just can't believe he didn't yeah, get that. Yeah, that's shit, weird.
0: But, but I can't believe that. I, well, I can't believe the disrespect that he got this year. It just for no reason, though. No. Yeah,
1: that is a reason. Just it, unwanted. It's competition.
0: Okay, so now guess what? Dion's gone. You're still there, though. You not He not swag? Cool. Okay. You're, you're still swag, and he's not now. That's what you said. You spoke that into existence. He's not swag. But you are. What you going to do about him? That's all I'm saying. The coach. The one that was saying that about him not being swag. I don't even remember the coach's name.
1: Yeah. Well, congratulations, Dion. Yeah. Happy for you, black man. You worked hard. Yeah. You sacrificed a lot for Jackson State. Yeah, he sacrificed his kids. His kids could have went to Alabama. Shit. I just think you got those people all excited about your presence. And... You left. You you shouldn't have made it seem like you. There was nothing that anybody could do to make you leave. You should have just said, "I'm here," and while I'm here, we're gonna be the best. Yeah. And it, I think he probably said that too.
0: People just took what he said out of context. They just
1: they just skipped that part.
0: Yeah. I guess. Cause it sounds better to make him seem like the villain when he didn't do anything but help. Oh no.
1: He ain't no villain, because white coaches do this shit all the time. They'll sit in a goddamn post-conference.
0: <laughs> and be like, I'm not going nowhere, not. I love
1: these kids. <laughs> and do-do-do, do do before he can finish the goddamn sentence. <laughs> shit, no. He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing no other grown-ass man coach didn't do.
0: Yeah.
1: And the good thing about this, is see seen somebody say they don't get any kind of penalties for joining the, uh, the transfer portal, so. Oh, really? Really? Uh, somebody can they can the kids that's at Jackson State they can get better offers, they can just transfer. So I see, and go a to ahead. A better school, and hey, the kids yeah. that's there now, you got a swag championship,
0: and you got to play
1: for Dion Sanders. Yeah. So. Like I don't
0: see a problem. All the he, and all the
1: people that he brought around,
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't see a problem. You, you got to meet
1: a lot of celebrities.
0: And now Jackson State uh, merch will be fly because he had it on. I mean, I again, I see no problems.
1: Not after this year. Next year it ain't gonna be. It was a vibe this year because everybody was down there showing up. them. <laughs> but you, you, you not wearing a Jackson State? They better go try to hire Jerry Rice or some shit. That would be awesome. <laughs> Jerry say,
0: "Look, I ain't trying to be this." And so the Dion Sanders situation. Is why people just mind their own black own business because then when I try to help y'all, whatever happens, I'm I'm the bad guy. Not saying you, but everybody else who's saying, see, he didn't stay. It's like, well, then don't be mad at people who don't help because I mean, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Hmm, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much the. Moral of that story, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I guess we can stay in the vein of football right now. Um, So From
1: college to the pros?
0: From college to the pros. Yo boy, Jerry Jones. Mm -hmm. Pitcher 60 years ago at a protest for desegregating a school. Your thoughts? Because I went first the first time.
1: I think that he should have to denounce racism. He should have to... um, He should just have to denounce racism. I agree. Playing that... The the shit he said so far (laughs) was on some Trump... It was good people on both sides bullshit. And I ain't trying to hear that shit no more. Nobody should be trying to justify... His picture and the fact that it was 66 years ago. But the other thing is people need to stop acting like they surprised. He was a white teenager in the, growing up in the South. Most of them motherfuckers is probably bigots. Mm-hmm. I can't say that they... Inherently. Can't say that they're straight-on racist, but most of them are bigots. Most of them don't like black people for anything more than entertainment and as workers. So... To the people that was trying to act all appalled and surprised, sit the fuck down. Right. Now, should he? did he need to apologize? Yes. Did he need to denounce racism? Yes. Should it have been more of a big deal than what they made it? Absolutely. Because all Kyrie Irving did was post a goddamn picture of a movie. Didn't
0: say no words behind <clears throat> it or nothing. So basically,
1: one picture got a motherfucker suspended for five games and had no to do pain. a checklist... Of shit just to get his job back. No, and baby. the other motherfucker had a picture posted of some shit he was doing. Literally and all there. He had to do was say, I was just there looking. I wasn't doing evidence. anything. God help him if a video fucking pops up. And Wait, somebody realized they got a video words. of it. And yeah, you throwing something. or you pointing and get that digger? Yeah. And it's going to be some real shit. And even <laughs> in that moment, I don't think he should lose his team. But. Because he's. You know, he's. He. Well. You know what? I can't say that. Because what I was going to say is he's had enough black people around him. But to be truthfully honest, all of those people were employees. He paid them motherfuckers and probably in some cases underpaid them. Motherfuckers. And they don't have any and, input. And none of them have been ever in a position of of uh, true leadership. Yes. It's, all, it's never been a GM or a coach or a fucking coordinator or anything. Motherfucker only got the quarterback because he half-white.
0: Right. So, and and was, he is not really I mean, that pro-black. I, mean, I say
1: that. Anyway. He had, uh, what's his name, Carter. I'm fucking around. But I'm just saying, he uh, he's never had a black head coach, black defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, GM, none of that shit. And then when it came to the kneeling, he only kneeled after. that. He only let his team kneel after. The fucking uh, all the st- and he kneeled with done. him. It's like and then he why tried not? To kneel with him. But he made sure that the anthem had stopped playing for thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah. And then he was like, "Okay, let's kneel now." Yeah. Just to get the photo op and say, "Well, they took a We're picture together. of me kneeling." I have to say that it happened after the anthem played. But depending on the way history goes, mm-hmm. like with this picture mm. of his ass standing there at 14 years old, mm. he can just talk his way through. Well, it was after the anthem. Or we I kneeled in solidarity with the people. It's like, no the fuck you didn't. You don't
0: what solidarity with what people because you've already made it known that you don't want
1: anybody on your team protesting. So what's solidarity? That's what he said. And... Oh. This thing has always been, if it affects my bottom line, then I'm going to have a problem with it. And if it don't affect my bottom line, and you know, it is what it is. Basically hmm. what the fuck he says. Because hmm. he know. And I, what we need to be talking about is whether this is one of those things Daniel Snyder said he had in his <laughs> yeah, back pocket. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know if Daniel Snyder released this. Can shit. Can I get
0: some more receipts? Because now, Neil Snyder?
1: now they either finna kill this motherfucker or he got more ammo. Oh god! <laughs> it's like you, this is that Daniel, was just the Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder sitting back like, "Oh, that was light work." Wait till you see the rest of this shit I got on you motherfuckers. I just, you know, just it's it's like what Jay will said, and LeBron James. When a black person does something. He doesn't have the grace for that, the, For lack of a better word. Yes. Grace. I still, you still <laughs> like how I put that in there? He doesn't get the grace. But again, that speaks to white privilege. White privilege means that Kyrie Irving is guilty. Yeah. Jerry Jones gets the benefit of the doubt.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was so long ago. Um, I don't want to
1: say Kanye West because he's a fucking idiot.
0: Yeah, nobody's helping him.
1: But... Ben Favre is getting the benefit of the doubt. Yes, he didn't know, and it wasn't technically him. It was the state officials, and but all he that knew
0: shit. about it, and he did not stop it.
1: But Deshaun Watson is a fucking villain, and never Ben criminal, Roethlisberger grandma, is never a been hero. criminally charged for anything. Mm. Has only been accused, and it you know, it's not like white women ain't always accused black men and stuff, and. And like admitted that. that they lied, and, it's, and, and you know, Robert Kraft got the benefit of the doubt. Yes, same massages, same massages. He actually got happy endings. Same massages. The difference is when he asked, they agreed to it. When Sean Watson asked, they was like, "Ew, no." But then you texting him. But then when you, you still. Back, I don't want to play your booty hole, but I right. still want the massage, and I still want it. that money. Like yeah. I said, this shit with with Jerry Jones should have been a bigger deal. Than what it was. Because it speaks to his hiring practices. Mm -hmm. It speaks to how he's treated his His
0: foundation. As uh, Ryan said. Yeah,
1: as a a human being and as a person. Are you a racist? Are you a bigot? What are you covering up? And what are you allowing to happen? Because you don't give a fuck about black people and what we go through. The problem I have is that he's been so vocal
0: about... People not protesting, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if you're one of those people who just don't protest, that'd be great. But then, when I see a picture of you at a protest, then it's like, wait a minute, I thought you didn't fool with protest. That's not fair. And it's like, you say you were being nosy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is that um, saying? The, the uh, Jay will said that it. it was something about it. the silence of our friends is like the most detrimental. So if you were so, I'm supposed to paint him. This is the Gracie ones in Jim Crow South. I'm supposed to believe that a white male, probably from a decent, well-to-do family who has benefited from systemic racism, did not walk down to this protest to support it. You I'm supposed right. to believe that. Yes, you are. This is what they're trying to say. I'm supposed to give him the grace that, well, even though he was literally with the people who were protesting, he wasn't on the side. He wasn't in the middle. He was with them. Why would you be with them? Because during this Black Lives Matter protest stuff, anybody who was associated with Black Lives Matter, anytime something went wrong, guess what they did? They blamed them. Mm -hmm. So why all of a sudden does he get exonerated when he's literally with them? That would be like somebody at the, I don't know, Charlottesville protest holding a tiki torch saying, "Quote unquote, Jews will not replace us," and saying that person wasn't protesting; he just went to see what was going on. Are right. we kidding? Right. Like, don't play us for stupid. Like, that's the problem. I would have rather him say. I mean, he's a hundred, right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. We're on this third or fourth Jerry Jones clone at this point. <laughs> so.
1: Not the clones. Yes, the
0: clones. Okay, the bionic, he's a robot hybrid man I
1: thought at was this point.
0: Tocks. Hybrid, okay. This is a hybrid man who is bionic.
1: He's Bionic Heart. He's a hybrid man. <laughs> anyway, oh you my God. You can be me if you have this much money. Hey, a hybrid man.
0: hey. <laughs> so... I would have rather somebody who has been at his big age to say, you know what, I don't even remember. Because that would have been more accurate than I was just trying to see what was going on. Do you think I remember what my
1: 14-year-old self was doing about anything? First of all, <laughs> Jerry, the, the, the bigger issue was that Jerry Jones thing that people ain't going to say. Because the correlation is fucked up, but it's true. Those it was it was a group of black kids supposed to be going to that high school. Really. Yeah, and those white people were standing around, jarring at them. I don't know. yelling,
0: they, spitting. Who knows? I don't know
1: if they got attacked. We don't or what. Know. Yeah, but that's no different than all those pictures of those white people that you see standing there watching that body hang. Yeah. That's I what saying. I was thinking. I just wanted to see what was happening.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to see what was going on. What's the difference? You're complicit. I mean I get I know You're complicit. I know
1: the difference. One is somebody getting beat up or just being screamed at, and one is somebody actually dying, but it's that y'all it's it's what it's what y'all did. So how are you innocent? Last time I checked, if I go down
0: to the bank with my homie in the same car and they happen to rob the place I'm going to be arrested as an accomplice because I'm with them.
1: Right? Yeah. So
0: then how the hell are you... Again, I would have just... You got to sit there and fight.
1: You got to sit there and prove you didn't know that that's what the fuck they was going to do when they went in there. Exactly. But law says
0: you were with the person that robbed this bank. You were with them until proven otherwise. So, same here. You are... I mean, the problem is the picture was so long ago, but I'm sure they had that picture when he went to buy a team. It was okay then. But that's my point. When these people go to buy sports teams, they dig up all your dirt, honey. They knew about this picture all this time, and nobody said nothing. My only issue with Jerry Jones and how he's moved in the NFL in the past couple of years, sure... You don't want to jump on every social justice issue and jump to a conclusion. But he is the leader. When they're in those meetings, it's just like Ballers depicted. He's the head of that shit. Mm-hmm. They have to listen to him because he has the most influence, the most television contract, the most revenue that he's bringing in. So when he was like, "We, you can't protest here," Like... I don't know if I would even want to play for him because so let me get this straight. You don't give a damn about me as a person because I'm just literally trying to tell you what my plight is. I'm not fighting nobody. We are not killing nobody. I just can't even say words that would fucking resemble that I don't like the way this thing is going, like how the system is set up. And because you have benefited from the way the system is set up, you don't want anybody to protest that. Mm -hmm. But if it was flipped, which they are so scared of. That's the whole point of all this, is that they know they're the minority. And if shit ever gets flipped, they would be fucked. Then it's a problem. Like, no, no, no. Like, the way... That that man handles things. I don't like it. But at the same time, I see what ESPN is doing. Every commentator personality is talking about how there's no black head coach. You know what? Don't go get a black head coach now because you don't want one. See, what I want is genuine progress. But now if you don't want the progress, then you're going to get ran over. Because the progress is going to happen. So, you don't want to hire a black head coach. I want you to do that with your chest. I want you to never hire a black coach if you don't believe that black people need to be head coach of your team. But don't be mad when your revenue start going down. When people see how you really are, that you really racist and shit. Yep. Like, don't be mad.
1: I mean, they're not going to take it. But... They should they also. I, another thing I thought about when this shit happened is, I was like, that speaks to the his logic, and not having a black head coach and GMs and all that. Can America's team have a black head coach? I mean, we had a a black president, but in his mind, he's America's team. He don't want to lose that moniker of being America's team. Because of the extra revenue it generates, right? The Cowboys, he did he, was, he did a great job of, of of advertising the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So much so that they play every Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They Which get a they lot shouldn't. of primetime time games. Because it's
0: kind of disrespectful that the and Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. And
1: and and they they got the moniker because of his advertisements as America's team. Had he nailed or some shit like that? He probably loses that money because well, all the money doesn't. that comes with it. You know, what And he to him, done? that affects his bottom line. So, to keep this whole America's team thing, he got to toe that, that conservative white line. And like on some Trump shit. Yeah. Where well, he got to panel to these angry OAN, OAN uh, Fox News listening motherfuckers. These nationalists. You, he, he know where his bread is buttered. Just like Mark Cuban. You know what else he could have done though? He could have just played victim, like,
0: hmm? kind of like, um, he could've I'm could've sure. Said, he could have said somebody made him go? Somebody, see, I have no control over this. Therefore, you know, they always talking about free speech, right? hmm So, why not just blame it, blame it all on free speech? That, uh your players are actually speaking up for themselves. Why not do that? Why Why is that so wrong? Literally, all you had to do was say, you know what, I'm going to let these grown men be able to speak their minds, say what they want to say, and then it just be falling under free speech. It's just so interesting that free speech only works when it's something that they want to say. When
1: it's January 6th. Right. It's free speech.
0: It's free speech. When Kanye wanted to say crazy stuff, when Elon Musk wanted to get on Twitter. Well,
1: no. Kanye West it's it free, free speech. speech. Kanye West has not been treated like it was free speech. This nigga can't go to the bank no more. <laughs> so, uh no. He, no. Well, he, you get what I'm yeah. saying,
0: yeah. though. Like, everything that is racist that you can say as far as underfeeds, free speech. Anything that brings us together, you being divisive. Why are you being so divisive? Oh, my God. All oh, police aren't bad. No, we talking about this motherfucking police hey. officer in Minnesota. These, That's who we're talking these, about, not all police.
1: These are the same people. That, that, that word divisive is a funny word. Mm-hmm. Because they also use it. When you talk about black love. Yeah. When you talk about black dollars. Yeah. When you talk about black... When you talk
0: about black anything. When you talk about Black Friday. (laughs) It's
1: divisive.
0: (laughs) It's divisive.
1: And and when you talk about... I think, to be honest with you, that's another reason why they don't like Black Panther. Yeah. Because the way they talk about... These colonizers and Americans and i don't know it's fucking amazing it's awesome yeah when that girl said "A colonizing in chains?" change i've really seen everything i've seen everything bro that the black people in the theater was dying yeah the mexicans and the white folks was just like well, you know what's so funny right Bitch, yes you do right because when they were talking about
0: how ashy Akoye's head was. Oh, that was the funniest thing they heard. And they don't even know what that even means. Yeah, they, 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 but it was hilarious. When uh Umbaku said you ball headed demon.
1: Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. It was so funny. But when they talking about how primitive America was, everybody And quiet. how
0: guns are primitive. This is quiet. Nobody it's wants quiet. to say anything. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's a good segue. We get started on Black Panther. Um, I guess I'll go first. I'll give my thoughts. I loved it. I saw it three times. I would love to go to the theater again, but I've been judged by my family. No, you haven't. And so, I guess I'll just wait for streaming. But, Neymar
1: can eat
0: a D. Dick. Fuck him. we are going to get spoilers here. Because I need to tell you
1: about Neymar. Spoilers.
0: Spoilers. So, pause this and go see the movie and come back. Because I got to get this off. Spoilers. So, Neymar, right? Is not anti Neymar. Neymar. Kukukan Mm -hmm. is not an anti-hero. He is a true villain. Because he is very selfish. Okay? First of all... Let's just paint a picture for you. They call him Kukulkan, Kukulkan, the feathered serpent god. Feathered serpent god.
1: Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So that was my part.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. He enunciated that very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me get this straight. Some person who has nothing to do with Condo builds. A vibranium uh, detector. Now why in the hell. I'm sorry. Why in the fuck. Would Wakanda. Want. A vibranium detector. Made. They would not. This would be a problem for them. Seeing as. Everybody in the world. Thinks that they are the only people. Who possess vibranium. But when a fucking vibranium detector ends up in Bikini Bottom, with no more of them, he runs to Wakanda. Hey, you need to figure out who the hell did this. Why do we have to be your errand people and figure out who did this? Take your flying wing under the sea merman ass and go figure out who did it yourself. Had he never come to Wakanda saying what they better do and find the scientists before I do. I tell you what, you go fucking find the scientists then. Go fetch, motherfucker. That ain't got nothing to do with us. Because it's like he wanted, what he always wanted Wakanda pulled into his bullshit. Because they could have just did whatever they do on their own. Never involve Wakanda. Wakanda would have just been hearing about a scientist who died, who created a damn vibranium machine it's detector. Like, but no, you intentionally brought them in this shit, made them find the girl. Of course, they find a you a like a, what, what, the Lost Tribe, as you will, mm-hmm. person who did this. So, of course, they're not just going to hand them over to you One of their kinds so to speak So that you could kill them. I never understood Neymar's plight with the scientists. How about you just tell her? You need to destroy this machine and never make it. She's the one who made the machine All they had to do is destroy the machine. She's the only person in the world who could have made the machine once she was taken well, from she's America, one of the few
1: people in the world that could have made this shit.
0: But okay, so there's some asshole in the lab also that they're gonna go try to recreate this shit. That's what I
1: said. You said she's the only person. I said she's one of the few.
0: So his his play of like his commend, bikini bottom being threatened to me, it just doesn't fly. And the fact that you invade Wakanda, like, my God, it was bad enough the French did it, but then you did it too? Like, and then you killed the queen. Once you kill the queen, I don't care about your life, the lives of your citizens, a bikini bottle, or none of that. All that shit is off the table. The queen did not have to die. In no kingdom... Does that shit happen? Like, your royalty is off the table. That is why you have knights and a military. Like, you don't go after the damn queen. Right. So, yeah. I didn't like that part of the movie. It made me angry. And I um, really, you know, mourn the loss of the queen... If, because the queen died for nothing, in my eyes. That's all I got for now. Okay. We can just talk around so, Neymar
1: no so more. I like the movie. I love the movie. I thought the movie was great. Only thing I didn't like about the movie was I get why they killed Queen Ramonda to push Shuri over the edge. But it didn't push her far enough. I don't know that it was necessary. Like, I know they had to redo the script once Tragic Bozeman passed, R.I.P. And let yes. me just say it was a beautiful. We're going to get to that. Um, homage to him. Yes. At, in the, in the beginning of that movie and at the end. Right. So they did an amazing job of, unfortunately, tying his real life situation into the storyline mm-hmm. and then creating a, a beautiful um, tribute. tribute to him. And did an amazing job of carrying on his legacy, with how they uh, continued on with that movie. Now, again, as I was saying though, Queen Ramonda, I understand why they killed the character, but it was too Spider-Man No Way Home Yeah. with Aunt May. Like, yeah, you, that was that's a that's formulaic. You yeah, you already had the death yeah. that pushes your character over the edge when mm-hmm. her brother dies. And she sits there and tells Namor, why give me all this intelligence, give me all this technology, and I still can't save my brother. Right. But then also, I guess you needed it to be Shuri's idea and her control that put them on that barge out in the middle of the sea fighting Namor. Because you don't know that Queen Ramonda would have did that. So the ending would have had to be different. Mm. Because if Shuri's no, not the queen or the person in charge, they don't go after no more. But if I they thought there was a council.
0: Him,
1: it wasn't really up to the queen. Yes, it is. It's a council. T'Challa had final say, the queen she had final say. But she didn't have
0: full autonomy. There's it, a council.
1: Yes. There's a council of advisors.
0: Okay.
1: Those people are there to advise you, and then it's up to T'Challa to say, "Yes, we are going after uh, what's his name? Uh, Claw, mm-hmm. this is Claw. He could have think about it that in that scene with him. It was those that wanted to go for Claw, mm-hmm. and we don't need a warrior. We need a king. He decided to go after Claw. In this for vengeance, Ramonda, Queen." They didn't want her to get rid of Okoye. Yeah. The council told her, hey, you being hasty. By the Let's way. Let's not let your emotions make you make this decision. By the way. And she basically told them, have I not given enough? And then she. Have I not given everything? Yeah, there you go. My bad. My whole family
0: is gone. And I'm the queen. That scene. Oscar. Oscar. The whole thing, because... Even N'Koye, I felt her pain when the queen was telling her, you done here? Nah. She was like, please, please let me help.
1: That, that that main, I don't know if you can consider... That's the problem. That's the only other problem I got with that movie. Do you consider Angela Bassett a supporting character Ooh. or a main character? Ooh. Because when it comes to the Grammy, you also got to compete with uh, Deny. The and Oscar, you mean? When it comes to the Oscar, you got to also... Got deny and her character of Okoye and the emotions and everything that she was and doing, and
0: Nakia,
1: and then you got and Nakia. her emotions, and so. I and would, by I, the way, I would put Nakia I saying, a bad motherfucker. I would put Queen. Way. I would put the Queen in Okoye, and then Nakia. But I'm just saying, all of those performances was so great, yes. and it drew and it pulled your emotion into the movie. I and just Letitia wonder, right? I wonder how you and she did amazing as the main. Oh
0: my god! As the
1: main character, so you know she's the main character. But I don't know what you consider. Is it one main character and then everybody else is, is supporting? Yeah, that's or a good. Can question. you say Queen Ramonda was also a main character since it was about her son and her family In and her everything. kingdom? In her kingdom, yeah. My thing with Namor is he was an anti-hero anti-hero twist. He was an antihero, mm-hmm. but. He was also his actions on the surface That's <laughs> funny on the surface. Yeah, literally. Well unnecessary. Well unnecessary. Yeah. But it made great military sense. Hmm. Because the He's only that, the only head nation head is- the only nation that can stand against them uh was the only nation that can stand against Talo Khan was Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You don't wait till Wakanda makes friends with your enemies. But Wakanda you're is not, not going to make friends with your enemies. They were, though. That was the thing. You don't wait till they make friends with the rest of the world and then try to fight them. Because then you you really going to lose. While Wakanda is still in that fill them out stage of sharing information and opening up their borders and shit, you stop them and say either you take my side... Or we're going to war because, remember, he made sure to say, you don't tell anybody about us. Yeah. Nobody outside but of Wakanda. But what do
0: I have? I don't have no obligation to you, bro.
1: Your obligation is war. It's the fear of war. But my problem is,
0: it was mad unrealistic, right? You killed a whole team of Navy
1: SEALs. You think they don't know what happened out there? No, they didn't. At the time, they still thought it was Wakanda. They made a point but of the telling you. But the
0: investigation hadn't fully
1: ended. Yeah. Once you
0: realize it's Every blue time, people. No.
1: That no. flying. The only reason why they found out about Tylo Khan is because they... And that's the other thing that they're going to have to tell us. Is there a frequency on those beads? Because how did the CIA bug the beads? Mm. Or did they put a bug on him to listen to his... Oh well, they, no.
0: She said it was the beads.
1: So the, she so admitted it was the How did beads. they bug those beads?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: So... So that that was one that was one thing that I was just like, I don't know if that makes sense. But when you talk about the movie, and like I was saying, Namor, his his military strategy made a lot of sense. Either you're gonna be my friend or you're gonna be my enemy. If I take you out, the rest of the world doesn't stand a chance. If I can't beat you, then I'm I'm not gonna look good if the rest of the world comes and tries to help you. Also, it's one of those things where because they no longer had the Black Panther, he didn't think they had a protector strong enough to stand up against him. He only stood down because Shuri was able to uh, re uh, remake the uh, heart shaped herb. She was she was able to mimic it and give all the properties of it, and so she was able to to recreate it, and so. They were able to come back with the Black Panther. That's why they was all shocked when she jumped in with the suit, and then she had to do the test your might with Umbaku with the whole hard handshake shit, or you know the standing uh, arm wrestling challenge. So I think that it was smart what he tried to do. I think that the ending was smart because even he said it. Now with Shuri. Even though I killed her mother and did all the shit I did to her, she's sympathetic to us.
0: She so there's
1: that. a chance that she can still come over to my side. There's a chance so only. The interesting thing about it is when you see them in the future, she you. It's, it's think about it this way. They always tell you you got the good and the evil sitting on your shoulder. M'Baku is going to be the good guy on her right shoulder. Namor is going to be the bad guy on her left shoulder. And... She got to figure out well, I which one she going to listen to. And that was the other thing I heard about the movie. You know, too much female uh, empowerment or presence and not enough male presence. And um, oh, you Baku. had M'Baku. You Namor. had more, You had Colonel Ross or whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. Uh, you had all the male advisors on the goddamn council. And the main guy that was fucking goddamn, uh, the the UN person Uh, commissioned the guy. So you had...
0: But like I pointed out to Brother Ruth when we watched the movie on the second watch, they were saying that, but if you listen to Letitia Wright's character, uh, Shuri, she was saying how she was influenced by her brother. And the scientist said she was influenced by her dad. And they were inspired in the actions that they had going forward were inspired by the men. In by men the strong male figures in their life. Yep. So I was like, this is not fair. People like, wait a minute. So women can't be inspired by men and also do great things?
1: It's got to be a man.
0: Oh, okay. Men
1: have to lead. Okay. Men have to do it.
0: Well, but the king
1: was dead. So I guess we just, we lost him. She right? was supposed to find a new king. Mm. She was supposed to remarry. But the royalty order man.
0: is supposed to be She was supposed to find her a new man her daughter is the next succession.
1: Her daughter's supposed to find her man and let him mount her.
0: It's like <laughs> it's <laughs> I can't. It's like, um, <laughs> Game of Thrones. That
1: was a shout out to uh
0: Like, what do you want these people to do? There's a succession of the drone. Blew
1: a brain the move. <laughs> Can we get much higher? Uh hangover.
0: Hangover. Hangover three. She I let she lets me, she mount, lets her me mount her and it's relaxing. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so, Alan. Yeah, Alan.
0: So. <laughs> uh yeah, so well what I'll say is fuck name or again. Um, now, let's just talk about... Sure. I, oh,
1: wait, 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 real quick. Go, go. I'm sorry. No, okay. the okay. The other good thing about Namor mm. is I like how he talked about the colonialism that happened in South America. Yeah. Because he also addressed the conquistadors and all those motherfuckers yeah. that was enslaving people mm-hmm. on his side of the planet. Yeah. So, it's interesting to me that Mexican and black dynamic of... We should be sticking we sh- together yeah, we and we're not be. enemies. And this Afro-Latina thing that seems to be... Uh, Civil War? No, it's more like a... Uh, well, I didn't know that they had colorism in Mexico.
0: Oh, yeah. Because they White didn't like... I know, but see,
1: But see, I knew <laughs> it was like darker skinned us. Black looking Mexicans. Uh-huh. But they had a problem with the guy playing no more... No more because he was a considered a dark-skinned Mexican. And I'm like, what? He could probably pass as a white man. What the I fuck know. is y'all talking about? What? So, like- it's crazy to think that they are so influenced by Europeans standards. and European beauty yeah. that people really think that's the standard. Like, with all due respect, I think my wife is beautiful. That's the reason why I married her. She is the apple of my eye. How in the fuck can you see Lupita and not just think gorgeous? Right. How can you see Denai? Yes. And not say gorgeous? This girl looks amazing with a bald fucking head. Right. And her body crazy. Letitia We're not even going to talk
0: about that.
1: She's a beautiful young lady. Yes. But Lupita and Denai. They have to
0: be Alicia Keys. How are they not
1: talked about as beautiful women that we have in entertainment? Like, they are two of the beautifulest black women, African women or whatever, in the world. Mm -hmm. And they are not put on a pedestal of... The first Black Panther, we actually had people mocking them. Black people. (laughs) Laughing. Mocking them. Thought it was funny. And making unga unga noises and shit. When they came up on the screen. And I'm just like... These women are drop-dead gorgeous. Drop-dead
0: yeah, gorgeous. Side
1: note. I don't know their personal lives. But I think... Visually... Uh, Winston Duke... And Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah. That's a couple right there. That'd God, be a it.
0: power couple.
1: That is a fucking couple. That's a power couple. I'm just saying. I don't know what they personal lives is like. But those two? Man. Yeah. That's a couple right there. So... The interesting thing... Uh, that you
0: posed is what kind of put me in a deja vu about the woman king as well. You know how everybody was mad talking about it was female empowerment. I think that's a dog whistle for colorism.
1: Because, yeah, because if, all that melanin.
0: again, if somebody, and again, I think Alicia Keys is beautiful. I do. If she was the one who was the woman king, it would be Oscar rolls all around. Holly Berry. Oscars. Oscars everywhere. But because the people have more melanin, then it's
1: like a negative connotation that gets attached to it. Somehow, our greatness is not believable. Right. Somehow, black people or dark-skinned people doing something like what you saw in Black Panther is just simply not believable. Well, it's believable,
0: but they can't also be beautiful while doing it. Like, for instance, let me think of a Kate Beckinsale, right? Nobody's looking at, uh, what's the movie she was in, the vampire movie, Underworld and saying there's too much female empowerment in Underworld. She was basically the star of the movie Yay. and a vampire slave. So going
1: we even aliens and shit. Right. God, yeah. Hey, that's a good So then course.
0: it's like, well, why can't we also be beautiful boss bitches? It's like we have to pick one. You're either an ugly warrior or you're beautiful and not a boss bitch. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Are you too masculine? <laughs>
0: yeah, and that's a so one. I saw the woman king, and then go back to Black Panther, and hear about what people were saying about how it was too much female empowerment. I'm like, damn, that's just not fair. Like, we th- those chicks was kicking ass too. Like, just because you can't see the beauty in them, don't mean that they're beautiful. Get off your hot horse. That's why I think... Kudos to Ryan Kugler for his casting choices. Because he could have easily picked fairer-skinned people to accommodate a white beauty standard. Right. But it's unrealistic. Have you, I haven't been to Africa, but I'm pretty sure most of the people look like me there. Like, come on. Like, we're not silly here. Right. Like... But, again, they act like it's a bad thing to look like the ancestors. How is that a bad thing?
1: It's not. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 it makes no sense. Yeah. That we hate each other that much and they allow colorism and European ideologies... Two things can be true. ...to dictate how they see beauty. Yeah. And they, how they set their expectations... I mean, Asians been doing it for a long time. Ooh. Why the fuck is Naruto blonde hair and blue eyes?
0: And I and I'm gonna say this: I do <laughs> love, like a lot of, Korean culture, K-pop, um, anime, Japanese anime,
1: horror and all that.
0: Horror, but yes, it is scary to see how quick they are to pick a fairer skin more european looking person asians are beautiful people they're the most unique looking people on the planet on side of actual black people africans and yet they would rather assimilate some european beauty standard is bananas how much these people have colonized and gotten to our head and told us we aren't good enough and we just Listening to this, and, and we shit. just lay down and listen to
1: it. Indians, Muslims, yeah, Asians, Latinos like, white people are literally the minority, yes,
0: and the, the overlap. We world. allow
1: them to make us think they're the majority, and that what well, we we should look like them and, and their be like standards them. of beauty and professionalism is law, right? When truth be told. They were the motherfucking savages mm. offering people up and mm. eating they shit, and I'm exaggerating, but mm. a lot of the shit that they got from to be a civilization, What's they from stole us? from Africa and South America and Asia and other even places. Even
0: smallpox, they had us up here making potions to get people sick. Yeah, right.
1: it's like they they brought, couldn't even do
0: that themselves.
1: They they brought us all together. And they have some great shit that they that you know. There's great people in every culture, mm-hmm. but to sit up there, oh fuck, he fumbled.
0: Oh my god! But to
1: sit up there, I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes tried to scramble and then this motherfucker thought he was on any given Sunday because he tried to he jump and dive into good. the end zone and turned into a fucking he got that got the touchdown. So seventy three got the ball. That's touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah,
0: Patrick Mahomes.
1: They're going to gonna challenge it They're going oh, they to give it to Patrick by. Mahomes Or they going <laughs> to give it to that lineman That just got the ball but Anyway it's the Kansas City Chiefs Cincinnati game that's, that's on right And
0: now. this game is a dog fight right but
1: now But yeah so Man listen Black Panther Was a great movie I can't wait for the Disney Plus series That's supposed to come out That's based on Wakanda I think China can eat a dick Yes, for not wanting the movie to air in China because of one two-second scene in the a two-second scene that could be interpreted any
0: way you wanted it. They
1: could have just been. Well, she did say "my love." I
0: come. I have friends that I call my love. By the way, I have female female friends
1: you going to let me watch? I mean, No, but said, it, <laughs> because
0: it's not like that. I'm just saying it in an endearing yeah, way.
1: I, 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 was, just, they I letter, was just joking. I'm sorry. You my know
0: gonna, that that was just an excuse. My
1: wife words for me. I'm, no, get, listen, I'm in trouble after listen, this. Listen, that was
0: just me. an excuse not to show the movie. Because yeah. it was a 30 seconds. Tw- 20
1: seconds. They could have cut that out. They combed that shit. They could have had them edit and cut that scene. <laughs> I liken it too. Oh my God! I'm a
0: movie nerd. You know we've been together too long, but you're gonna get the joke. There's a DEA car right there, there <laughs> right there. Like
1: he's it's DEA, the right, right, right there. there. If anybody's ever <laughs> so seen they Bad that Boys, movie. if anybody ever seen Bad Boys two, they'll get that reference. that yeah. she just did with that. It's <laughs> like they
0: come do the movie. Hmm. Hmm. We can't say anything about that. Well, got it.
1: Gay yeah, people. We can't show your entire film now.
0: Right. Like, but again, and that's what's not fair, right? Um, Do you know the amount of child endangerment and shit that happens in anime and Japanese films?
1: Pervertedness.
0: But nobody said, we can't show this shit. It's like, come on now. I haven't seen... You're being uh, hypocritical.
1: I haven't seen One Piece Red yet, but you know.
0: Well, wait. Who said it? Japan, Japan or China? Who China, did,
1: it, but Japan. Okay,
0: yeah, continents. Okay,
1: China. It is what it fucking is. No, I'm just saying. You, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, they're like, like they not the same, but right. Yeah, right. I, I know what you're getting at.
0: Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but well, okay. Either they're gonna, act, the movie's great, mm-hmm. and you're depriving your country of a great movie.
1: Great fucking movie.
0: With that being said, let's talk about Jajari Bozeman. So, first, let me talk to you about the open. The open with the Marvel. If you haven't seen the movie or if you're going to watch it again, pay attention to the letters that's happening um, in the Marvel sequence when the letters are coming up. There are quotes from T'Challa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm not going to cry, but... um. And that shit was not amazing. Not the little Easter no eggs in, in the movie dedicated to Chadwick Boseman. There's a scene when a courier is um, uh, rescuing Agent Ross. If you look at the um, license plate, it's CB-11-29-1976 for his birthday for Chadwick Bozeman's birthday, like, the little nuggets and callbacks to the first movie, my heart melts every time I see uh, Shuri coming into the lab in her black attire that likens uh, T'Challa's, you know, and she's walking in for the first time as Black Panther, and she has this handshake with the, uh, I don't what's the scientist's name? And it just was so Reminiscent of that first time He walked in so proud And so happy Glowing and she was beaming for her brother Like it was just A moment Um, That one gets me every time And that's just such a small moment But it, it really gets me Because it's like It was so cool Because I guess because I have a brother And to see if my brother was Like, on doing shit like that, how happy I would be for him. Just a brother and sister's love. Like, that shit was amazing. The funerals, oh my God. That first funeral was so distractingly beautiful that you forget that it's T'Challa's funeral. It was so beautiful how the whole town wore white, the whole... Village wore white and they're walking through, and everybody's just rejoicing. It's like a celebration of life. It was so visually pretty that slow motion, it was everything. Like, again, Ryan Kugler amazing! Amazing. Um, he should get I don't know what the award is for like visual effects mm-hmm. between that funeral. And, like, all the water sequences.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Amazing. Like, uh, I I forgot what that... Cinematography, I think is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, The end. Okay, I'm gonna admit, I don't care. That first time that I saw Shuri on the beach performing a ritual... I lost it I balled in that movie theater for a lot of reasons right like takeoff had just died like they had just had his funeral like that Friday like the day before I was just thinking about that like how his family must be feeling about Shazri Bozeman And how his wife must be feeling, the cast of Black Panther, and how they must be feeling to have lost their friend, like, all of that shit. And I just lost it. And I was crying. (laughs) My son was worried for me. But I was like, wow. It was just so powerful. It was an amazing tribute. And at least we got a happy ending in our end scene credit. Yeah. Yeah. So, what well, what do you what do you think about the tributes to Chadwick
1: Boseman? I said everything? it. I, th- I think they were amazing. I think that the way they put that together would have made him proud. Yeah. The the way they carried that forward in his honor. That movie was, is such it a was legacy. Amazing. And then to it, to hear our cries for them not to take the one black hero that's cuz you know when you think about it I mean, they had Cyborg in the DCU. Mm-hmm. DC poor <laughs> Cyborg. DC, <laughs> DCU. Mm-hmm. DCCU. I don't know. How do you do that? Marvel Comics it's universe. It DC. DCU. Yeah. Well, because I think they call it like the DCU or some shit. I don't know. But the DCU DC Comics universe. You had Cyborg, but he had he never got his standalone, and right. He was a bit of a prick.
0: I don't think a he's bro- a brick. He was, he I mean brooded. I would be mad too if I, my dad brought me back to they be were a robot. They had
1: two versions of him, one on the on the um on the uh damn I don't remember the Justice name of that League? show. No. Oh. They had the they had him on the Justice League, but then they also had a show where they had another version of Cyborg, uh I liked him on D C Super Bit. <laughs>
0: He was what? running DC Super Pets.
1: Remember? Uh, he wasn't DC it's Super It's funny. Pets. They know I'm trying to look for this show. And so I tried to Google it real quick. And so it's showing me everything like Black Lightning and everything yes. else. But it won't fucking show me this DC show. You know, the DC show that had the, the robot guy. Doom Patrol. That guy oh, finally yeah, came Doom up. Patrol. So they had a version of Cyborg on Doom Patrol. And then the, the, the movies. But... They don't stack up to T'Challa. Right. They had... He was a true king. Uh, Martian Manhunter on the TV shows. He don't stack up to T'Challa. No. Luke Cage had a good show mm. on Netflix. Yeah, but, but not T'Challa. It ain't the level of T'Challa. To so have that hero, Yeah. that superhero, on the level that Chadwick Boseman embodied that character. Yes. You got 57 Batmans. Including evil You got 37 Supermans You got fucking Different variations of fucking uh, Aquaman And all this other shit Mm -hmm. But because Tragic Bozeman passed They they were not Going to give us another T'Challa Or at least that's what they kept telling us Mm -hmm. So to get to the end of that movie Mm -hmm. And hear Shuri say Kunkani Mm
0: Kunkani
1: T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. That shit was awesome. Yeah, oh my God. I just it's gonna got It's going to take chills. some years for them. I just and got I pray chills. to God I'm still around for it. It's going to take some years for him to grow up and for them to give us another T'Challa on the actual screen. But they gave us a T'Challa. We will have another T'Challa. Yes. That was awesome. It
0: was awesome.
1: So they heard us out. They didn't try to fuck us over and do us dirty. Jesus. Damn that motherfucker got <laughs> mossed. Jesus. He monster. They it didn't count Jesus. that. Thank God. It was a flag. Oh, they didn't count that. So, yeah. That, that, shit, was, that shit was good, man. That that movie was good. Man. I'm yeah. proud. I, you can be proud of that movie.
0: I'm proud of the legacy of Black Panther. Let me just say, to the spirit world, thank God. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman for his service because we found out that this man was actually battling cancer during the filming of the first Black Panther. He was doing his own stunts. He was working his ass off to make sure that this movie was going to be everything that it was supposed to be. And we needed that. When I walked out of the first Black Panther, I was on such a high. The power of media that people don't talk about is the positive influence that Black Panther had on children of all races, okay? Like, that is unparalleled, and I just hope that the legacy can stay intact. I don't know what's going to be in store as far as the next phase of the MCU. But T'Challa and his stamp on it is solidified.
1: The only thing we need to do now is go back and listen to our Wakanda Forever, Wakanda forever episode. Yep. And see what we was right about.
0: Yeah, that would be cool because we called the title. Hey, we didn't even know that was going to be the title. Yeah, so far,
1: so, so far we got the title right. <laughs> right?
0: Yes. But yeah, so I'm still on a high Like I said, I want to see it again That movie was amazing Um, Lately, I've been watching A lot of One Piece Right now I can understand I remember we went to a store Like a comic book store Like a few Like maybe six months ago And Brother Rue had on of course uh, A Luffy shirt.
1: No, I didn't.
0: You didn't. Well, what? How I did had y'all the Star get?
1: hats, Jolly Roger on, on my shirt.
0: Okay, so he had the Jolly Roger shirt on, and this guy was like, oh, One Piece. You watch One Piece?" And they got to talking, and the dude was like, "One Piece is a journey." And I was like, "What the fuck does he mean by that?" Like, okay, y'all being a lot. No, episode fifty-one. Where we've already gone and where we're going, I can see what he meant by that now. Like, just the whole Nami thing. Because at first, I was a side-eye Nami. I'm like, what the the hell is wrong with her? She seems like she's got commitment issues. She's not fully a friend. She's doing her own shit for whatever reason. But when you realize the reason she was doing it for she was basically trying to put on for her whole fucking village. You can't even be mad. She so was, her arc so far, her that's not her arc, but her backstory, amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically she was only robbing pirates who technically are supposed to be the scum of the earth. Right. Bad people anyway, so she was basically like Robin Hood, robbing the, robbing the bad people and trying to give it back to... Arlong bitch ass who oh, I can't was never it. gonna let her out of that slavery anyway, but she was trying. Yeah, uh, she 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 took on the brunt of her village's hatred and not understanding of why she was doing what she was doing. Right, because the only person she told was her sister. Right, and she was trying to buy buy the village out of out of that torture and out of that that uh. The hellhole with the person that they was in. Yeah. Um, because all along was a bitch ass. Fishman.
0: And Bellamore. Bella is that her name? Her mama. Her, adopted mom. The way that she put her life on the line for her children. That was amazing. She knew, I'm going to die here. But I'm okay with that as long as my children can live on I am good with this being the end of my journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was so boss. So amazing. So G-like. I was like, wow, this lady is amazing. Um, So far, I'm loving Luffy. Luffy is so petty. <laughs> Me! He is so funny because he just says whatever's on his mind. He, you gonna hear about it. But I like that he can find the beauty in everything. like, And how he uses everything. One of my favorite moments is when he saw the... uh, I don't know what he was. Like a general or something. Of um, Nami's village. His hat had the Mm, little pinwheel on it. And he's like, that's so cool! And he's like, I just figured out a move. And he did his little... Gum-gum pinwheel. And I was like, you know what? I like how he uses everything that he sees and everything that he comes in contact with. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's dope. Um, Sanji, that food actually looks good. Like, I kind of want (laughs) to (laughs) try it. I wish I could get my hands on some of that food for real. And Usopp is hilarious because he's so damn scary. But he tries. He tries. So... And, of course, Zorro. Ro- Hi- Roanua. Roanora. Zorro.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like his fight. I like his will to survive. Um, I thought he was like a D-bag until I got to see a little bit of his backstory. Um, that that just happened to Kelsey?
1: hmm
0: Okay. This is a disaster. Anyway, so... um. Fantasy football. Fantasy football is very stressful right now.
1: <laughs>
0: but anyway, yes, I'm enjoying the journey of One Piece. And so I just kind of like cruised through like
1: 20 so, episodes yesterday. She's at episode 51. So she's 10 episodes from finishing the first arc um, and going through the fillers on her way to Alabasta. Hmm. So I tried to say it like, you know, white people, alabaster. That'll
0: be interesting because it just seems like every few episodes, they've hit land to some type of place, some type of journey. Somebody they're introduced to that
1: kind of like goes along with them. So, this is an argument that I've had that my wife can now have with me. And that argument is, in the order of Straw Hats, and when they officially became full-fledged Straw Hats... A part of the crew. Was Nami third? Or, let me see. see. Was Nami second? Second. Because I don't count Luffy because he's the captain. Right. So was Nami second after Zoro? Or was she fourth after Sanji? Because when her and Luffy and, and, and uh, Zoro were together and he asked her to join. And she was like, yeah, okay, I'll join y'all. But I've still got the things that I, I want to I got some do.
0: shit I need to do, basically.
1: And then when you get to her backstory and they get to all Park. And it's revealed that she was really an All-On pirate that whole time. Right, and until Luffy defeats, she was Aron, a pirate already. Right,
0: and then she She's officially
1: jumps on the boat up. and becomes the navigator officially. Because up until that point, she was just playing like she was going to join them mm-hmm. because she didn't know where that was going to go. Means because she still needed to do her shit. Yeah. To buy back her village. So she wasn't taking Luffy and them serious at first. Because she had so a task. In that moment where she told Zoro and Luffy, yeah, I'll join y'all, but I got the shit. I got shit that I'm doing. I don't feel like she officially was a member of the Straw Hats crew.
0: I'll I disagree. don't feel
1: like she was a member of the Straw Hats crew until Luffy beat Arlong and she ran through that little beach pickpocketing everybody that was legendary. and jumped on the goddamn ship Legend. and at that moment with the tangerine tree on the ship is when she became a fucking Straw Hat Pirate. That means that she was the fourth member of the Straw Hat Pirate and not the second member of the Straw Hat Pirate. I will, I will challenge you she's on that. She's the first Straw Hat Pirate that you ever see in the whole series because the opening is her creeping around so she's technically the first Straw Hat Pirate you ever see. But she is the fourth member of the Straw Hat Pirates to officially join. I'll challenge you on that because Luffy's not
0: like helping her with Arlong if she's not crew. I think once you crew, you're always crew. And whether you leave and come back, you're always crew.
1: Ah, so that's why I say we're going to have to have this argument. The next time we're going to have this argument, people who watch One Piece, is doing the Water Set, at the end of the Water 7 arc. There's a reason why we're going to have to have this conversation again. Because something happens at Water 7, and they lose a crew member, Mm -hmm. and technically that person is no longer a crew member, and they have to do something to become a crew member again. So... That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying from Luffy's standpoint. And if that's the case, does that person lose their position? Or when they came back, did they get their spot back? But I'm just saying that. When, I
0: mean, it poses a good question. I just think once your crew... I, I just feel cool.
1: like Nami wasn't officially a member of the Straw Hats crew until... In her mind. She, uh... Until so he beat Arlong, and she felt like that whole situation with Arlong I feel like in her was mind, completely over and done with.
0: Maybe in her mind, you know, mentally she wasn't fully um, committed. You can say that, but that's not to say that she still wasn't a member of the crew. She just wasn't all in because she had something holding her back. So, I mean, I, I, I'll give you that, but once you're crew, you're always crew. Luffy's not doing anything for anybody that he doesn't associate with in, as a friend. And, you know, like, I just don't think he's like that. He wouldn't do it. So, I, I get, yeah,
1: I don't disagree. He considered her crew. So, he did what he did for her to try to free her from all of because he wanted her back on his ship as the navigator. But. just just like. There's a character you're just going to meet named Princess Vivi. Mm-hmm. From Alabaster. They go on this whole cruise together. And at the end of it, she has to stay home. And do her duty as a princess. Mm-hmm. Is she a member of the Straw Hats crew? Well, no. They meet people along the way. then
0: you coming with or you. Or an associate but She was, went on a you're whole a friend. crew.
1: She went on a whole crew with them. Okay. It went to war and everything. But she just had to stay where she was. They're an ally. So she's a, okay. She's an, ally. So she's an ally. She's an ally. So that's my point. At the time, Nami was probably just an ally. Until she officially cut that tattoo off her arm and said oh, that was crazy. I'm gonna be a straw hat from now on. That was crazy. You see what I'm saying? So so far, you got Morgan. Mm-hmm. You got Arlon and you got, uh, oh, what's yeah, his name? Captain Morgan. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what was the first guy? Uh, I mean, so you got Captain, that was the first guy. So you got Captain Morgan, mm-hmm. you got Don Creek, mm-hmm. and you got Arlong. And you got the Marines, because they ain't our well, friends they don't either. count yet, because he ain't really just went against one, one-on-one yet. So of the three people that he's gone against, rank them. Arlong Oh my god I can't
0: stand this guy Rank him out
1: Who's the Who's the hardest Who's the hardest fighter Who's the worst You know villain? Well
0: Oh my god Arlong Because I mean The water is a disadvantage For Luffy mm-hmm. Like That could've went south That could've been oh, and bad our, and, uh, and, and it And
1: Alveda so, he yeah, four. So, so far, he's been against four other pirates.
0: I think this that battle was well, the worst. Well, three pirates and one Arlong. Marine
1: because uh, Morgan was a Marine.
0: Right. True, true. But, yeah, I think Arlong,
1: so far, was the worst. So, Arlong is one. He's like my Kosky. So, yeah, he ain't got shit on what's to come. So, <laughs> Arlong is first, and then.
0: Then I would say Morgan because he had too much influence. Like mm-hmm. on too much, like the other people were just intimidating everybody, but Morgan just had the influence in the ear of the Marines and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So and so yeah, that'll
1: be And Then Don hard. Krieg and then Avita. Uh, yeah, I just I just it's, I like to go back and look. I'm rewatching it with my wife and me and not because I you know I've seen it. I'm I'm caught up to the manga and 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 where the anime is. Which is awesome by the way. Joy Boy the Joy Boy Lives. So I just thought it was, thought it was interesting that after what happened at Allong Park and the mouse rat looking fucking it's it's funny that he was a rat. Yeah. And so a rat is the reason why Luffy was even placed on the on Marines the, radar mm-hmm. to begin with.
0: They've been rolling under the radar this whole time.
1: And 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 as my wife found, he's the um, first rookie to have. He has the highest bounty of any rookie pirate. Which did we ever figure
0: out how much? So
1: his thirty million mm-hmm.
0: is was out the gate his berries.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: thirty million berries is equal to what USD?
1: Like four thousand
0: dollars or something berries there's a calculator let's see sorry for the dead air 30 million berries equals 19,616
1: dollars and 98
0: cents that is hilarious yes so are the berries likened to Korean
1: so that's the funniest mm-hmm. that's the funniest thing about my wife <laughs> I never gave a fuck <laughs> about how much a berry was worth. I'm like, wait, they—they they don't the I first thing numbers. she did was, well, wait a minute, how much is the berry worth? I'm like, I don't fucking know. And she was like, well, you ain't never wanted to find out. No, the fuck, I didn't. Yes, I did. I was
0: so like, no, I needed. She need to know. immediately
1: went on the thing <laughs> and, and was started. like, how much is a berry worth?
0: Yeah, I needed to know. I needed conversions, like. Well, how much are we talking here? Especially when they were talking about Nami and she had to come up with a hundred million berries. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wait, no, I need to know how much a berry is worth. Because y'all are here throwing out these numbers like a hundred million. And a hundred million of anything sounds like a lot.
1: It's funny, y'all. Real quick off the subject. It's funny. Me and my wife are both playing our brothers. And fantasy football, and currently we're both winning. Yes, thank God. It's a struggle out here. So yeah, One Piece is the shit. I'm starting to like it more than Naruto because One Piece came first, and I see a lot of things in Naruto that I feel like came and was influenced by One Piece. Yeah, now the one thing
0: you saying that, but I don't see a direct.
1: No, it's across so. the board correlation. Okay, when you get to Skypea, you have not got to the Skypea arc. When we get to Scapia, you're gonna see a lot of immediate similarities to main characters in those stories and how they core And I'm gonna point out right now, all it is is the Big Bro.
0: Okay. Well, Naruto also...
1: like to call somebody his Big Bro, Big Bro, yeah. Big Bro. You don't hear that in many other animes. Yeah, yeah. But I see it. One Piece had him saying something about Big bow Big Bro. Knowing that the, the, the creator of Naruto was influenced by One Piece. Seeing how what Naruto was supposed to be before he was influenced by One Piece. And seeing what Naruto became after his One Piece influence. Mm. I'm going to show you what Naruto was before... One Piece.
0: Yeah, I guess I just got to keep watching Naruto to see it. Because right now, yeah. where I'm currently at, I don't see a direct correlation. Yeah, you.
1: so I. So the thing is, I finished Naruto. So I see everything. Because like, I can tell you what... So I say that about Skypea, But you ain't far enough in Naruto to see Skypea, To see what happens in Naruto. And then to watch Skype and be like, wait a minute. That's... uh These two characters from Naruto. Hmm. Well,
0: I look forward to it. Like I said, it is a journey. I just... (laughs) We were talking, me and my coworkers, about what we'd like to do. Besides be held up in an office all day. And one was like, oh, I'll be an influence. One was like, I'll own a restaurant. I was like, I want to be a pirate. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. So... (laughs) So I'm just enjoying the journey. That's it. Well, that's all I got, Brother Rue. You good?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, this is the Blur Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L.
1: And I'm Brother Roo.
0: Peace out.